0: up your boots
1: and get ready for tm5 united your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes
0: here's your hosts abner castellanos and david donis welcome to atlanta where the play is and we were ready uh-huh, we uh-huh. were ready okay we okay. were ready come on all come on crew, crew. You're, you're, yeah abner, let's go we won we won. Let's go, baby we're really we really alive we are still in it abner we still have some more podcasts to go through thank goodness we took care of business at the bands man uh we were both there uh it was a great game um man what a great response um how you feel are you still buzzing
1: Bro, oh, i am buzzing i am tired but i am excited man that man it's gotta be something about those kids. They, David, let me let me just get, get this out of the way. Those kids? Okay, yeah, dude. Those kids, every time we wore, them, we won like 4-1, 4-0, 4-2. Uh, we wear those in uh in Columbus. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I was about to say. I was like, you wear it away. Will it class too much? Come on, man. We could do it. But yeah, Abner, I mean, uh, you know, let's get into it. So obviously, Atlanta United, we won four to two against the Columbus crew. At the band's um, reported attendance was forty-one thousand eight hundred and fifty, which um, not not too shabby on a on a Tuesday. Um, I, I believe the lower bowl sellout is usually around like forty-four thousand, somewhere in that range. So almost uh almost uh, you know almost close to a sellout for the lower bowl and um by far the highest attendance in the first legs of all the matches for the mls playoffs um but abner uh what did you make of the atmosphere you know how how, how did you feel that that the did the fans bring it um and did the team match the intensity of the fans
1: dude it, dude <laughs> i got nervous man i think we were both nervous we got there early uh you know to do some tailgating and all that we're like i think you brought it up you're like uh dude where's the people like parking at this time usually is yeah. packed i was like ah dude i don't know we get in the stadium you're like uh 15 minutes to kickoff. where are the people and david 10 minutes into the game it just gets filled up baby uh, yeah. yeah intensive dude you can you can feel it bro it's crazy because like i felt like everybody was like at the edge of their I mean, everybody was standing but the feeling was like you know at the you know like um i don't know if you've seen those memes when you play fifa like when you're just relaxing in the back of the seat and then when it's time to take it serious, you at the edge of the seat lean forward mm-hmm. all into it i felt like that was the uh that was the feeling around the stadium like just waiting like to, you know deep breath by breath shot by shot and oh man they almost came close with guzan making a big save of course we'll get into it but david i loved it atlanta you guys brought it man you guys brought it
0: yeah i mean yeah it it took a minute to get going uh because you know we were there and when the game was starting you could see some empty seats in the in the 100s even though i mean the 200s was pretty full um so you're like man where's everybody at come on let's get there but but yeah you're right by the time it was a 10 15 minute uh it was packed the house was rocking um, a lot to cheer for, obviously. Um, and you know, it is a Tuesday, the game was at seven, it probably started like a what, like a 710, 715. So, we didn't get that, um, you know, generous CP time that we usually run on, um, in Atlanta. So, you know, you, we all know how the traffic is in Atlanta, and it, it any game at that time on a weekday is always gonna be tough. And for context, uh, New England played Philadelphia yesterday, um, in front of 15,000, so hmm. you know. Uh, not too shabby 41,000 or almost 42,000 so the atmosphere was great the fans brought it um, but Abner let's get into it so uh, moments of the match so uh, so we so the first half uh, you know I want to say Abner and you can agree or disagree with me but I I felt like the first 20 minutes uh, Columbus really dictated the pace and they kind of had us pinned back for a while and it was kind of the first 20 minutes you got that nervous feeling in your stomach I, I mean did you feel that way
1: yeah man <laughs> it's uh, i don't know man it's uh it's frustrating because like dude guys just kick it out just kick it out I, like sometimes just like kick it out and dude some passes dude Gazan were a little worrisome you know they're like ah come on man just what are you doing man and yeah dude and uh, Definitely, yep. That, that was definitely the vibe. I think they controlled it. I think they did really well attacking yeah. us down the middle. Um, you know, bringing those shots, breaking down, trying to open up uh, Miles Robinson and Abram. They did well at that at the beginning uh, beginning of the match. So very nervous, very nervous. They came close a couple times. But, you know, uh, Brad, you know, he's big. He's bald. He's a effing wall. Brad who's that brother. Uh, came up big. But, yeah, right. David, um, I know you, you guys were um, – you know, the, you you definitely had a you know higher view of the fields, uh, which I kind of like. That's why I kind of like sitting up there because you get kind of get to see the whole formation. Uh, when you're on the lower bowl, it's kind of hard to see like you know who's moving and stuff like that. Uh, um, I thought you were trying
0: to put us down, saying that we're broke. No, dude, I, lo- I love
1: I love sitting up there in the 200s. Give me 200 row one or two, best yes. seat in the house, bro. Because you can see I the like whole the field too. Yeah, you can see the whole field, and it's so and it's I love it. Um, but David uh, from your point of view um what do you what do you think was causing it? was it like we weren't expecting it were we sitting back or were Columbus just that good that they were just pinning us back
0: yeah I think it's the last thing you said because we already saw this at the Benz, right except they did it for almost 90 minutes last time this time you know they they started the way they left off when they came out of the Benz and it's just a testament to how good Columbus is and the chemistry they have because you know some of their They're they're passing just one two quick passes. I think it really um, shifted our uh, you know our defense. Uh, But you know Abner we we weathered the storm, um, and then we had that early chance where it looks like Gigi tried to do like a bicycle kick or a half bicycle kick. Uh, came off deflection, and then uh, Caleb Wiley put in the back of the net but it was rightfully called offside so after that you know and once we got I think our legs set and we were able to kind of figure out what Columbus was doing that's really when we started to create a lot of chances Um, and we finally got the breakthrough in the 38th minute um, by the one and only GG the the, uh, newcomer of the year but Abner, it was short-lived because before the half, it, Cucho Hernandez, of course, he tied it in the 45th minute. So I was like, dang it, man. It, it's so hard for us to get that first goal. We finally did it. And then we can't even hold on to the lead. And you're like, dang, we're going to go to the, the, the half 40, you know, tied 1-1 at halftime. But thank goodness we get another opportunity. Shonda Silva buries it in the 49th minute of the first half. So we get to go into halftime 2-1. I cannot stress how important it is to go into the halftime with a goal up because if you're tied, the whole thing is wide open. 2-1, you know, you kind of are can be a little bit reserved. You don't have to be, um, you know, for lack of a better term, balls to the wall. So it's very, very important. So we started the second half with 2-1. Um, I think the game is a little bit back and forth and there was a big, big, huge opportunity where Gigi is in on goal. He subs, sets up Shondy for—I mean, something Abner could even score if you guys could believe it—and um, he disguises it. He misses a goal completely, and Man. you could just—you could just hear and feel the entire stadium go, "What?" I remember even like the, the guy, the, the like the the security guard, the ticket guy that seats your seats. He was even like ready to celebrate. And he was like, "What? What? He missed it!" He missed
1: um, it, dude. You know it's crazy, right? Um, and I told Andrew this when we were at the game, because uh, you know, um, you know, we're, in, we're, I mean, we're in a lot of group chats. But in the group chat, with Reggie's like, "Damn, Abner would have missed that." Um, there, there's some truth to that because in the high school, and Abner game, would I,
0: have missed that.
1: Yeah, yeah, he said that. Um, and there's truth to that <laughs> because I, I did miss one just like that. Oh, there we go. <laughs>
0: so I, I, so I told Andrew,
1: I was like, "Look, I'm just gonna tell you because I know if I." if i admit that that was me bro i'm just gonna get um you know i'm just gonna get everybody's just gonna give me a i'm just gonna get roasted but but yeah it did happen to me it was crazy it was uh so i I felt his pain bro but you know what i did love about that and dude it, in my mind because you you and my brother said it like that's gonna bite us back that's gonna I was like bro y'all need just uh, that's what you know, it felt played. like that's what it because felt like because it did like. feel like it right but you know what I did love is the supporter section and started the the chant uh you know Sunday Sunday or Silva Silva that no, was cool and bro and like you can see the rest of the
0: you can see the rest of the team too Gigi came to him a lot of players were uh, yeah, like let's go dude. man like you know like, you're
1: good like you're good bro like we got you you know and that's dude that's so beautiful and I think um You know, just having that um, that that atmosphere and that team chemistry, dude. It shows like these guys care, man. Like these guys are in it; they're um, they're bought in. They're you know they're not wanting to give up without a fight. And and it it was it was beautiful to see, man. And I love that about that team. And what Bryce mentioned earlier is that you know it's a three game series. Yes, we lost the first game, but David, we're going into with momentum of winning and winning good against columbus at home so sets up the the three the game three um and dude I'm, yeah i'm, I'm yeah. Not liking this format more now
0: <laughs> yeah and and Abner, um you're just you're just mad and sad that your teammates didn't have the same response and they were just like oh coach get this guy off the field why is he even on here dude i got subbed out and got put on a jv team <laughs> so obviously <laughs> atlanta united uh you know, it didn't come back to bite us, but I got to know, Abner, what was the final score of that game you were in?
1: Oh, dude, I think we were winning like 5-0 or something. It wasn't oh, like okay. So yeah, it was yeah. Not, okay. It wasn't the same extremity. Like, not oh, comparable. My God, uh, oh. yeah. No, but it is comparable because it
0: was like two feet in front of the goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so instead of being 3-1, the game is 2-1 still. And it's still close. I mean, I believe within that time frame, uh, Brad had to make a good save. So the scoreline is very misleading because it could have easily been uh 2-2 after that miss. Uh, but thankfully Brad had a good save. The defense uh bended but didn't break. And then we had our super sub Edwin mosquera come in. He scores the goal in the 83rd minute. Nice, beautiful goal. So it's 3-1. You know, we talked about the, it how the format is. There's no aggregate, so if you're losing, you pretty much go for it. Has have to go for it, and so was Columbus. So we caught them again. A beautiful um, self-made goal by Armada, just taking it straight through to the top of the six, um, and then push uh, pushes the ball over the keeper to score in the 88th minute. We are cruising 4-1, um, and then uh, Columbus just pulls one back. When honestly, we we're <laughs> we we're continue to push. <laughs> when it's 4-1, so, I mean, you, you can't, you know, we're, at that point, the game's pretty much over, but we were continuing to push, and we just got pulled out of position, and Arson scores in the 95th minute, uh, finishes the game 4-2, great win for uh, the five strikes, great response back after losing the first game, keeping the series alive, um, but Abner, I mean, I think just kudos to the team, the fans, uh, Beneda, I think he kept it simple, didn't do play around with the lineup. Uh, just an overall great, uh, great performance, even though I do think the, the scoreline was a little bit misleading. Um, I still think, uh, obviously, we were the better team on the night.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. I think, uh, I think we, uh, we definitely showed out. Um, you know, like I said, once we got uh, past that, like waves of attack, attack, and the uh, nervousness. Um, yeah, lightning night came true, bro. And you know what's crazy? And I was going to ask you this. Um, I don't know. Do you want to get into the, like the flow of the game or you want to do the stats first and then we can talk about it or how do you want
0: to, what do you mean by flow of the game? Like who, who played well? Or just ask,
1: yeah, yeah. Like who did well and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, we can get into that. I mean, okay. who, it, it, when you win a game like this, uh, you know, obviously it's hard to, you know, pick and choose who did good and who did bad because it was just like, you know, almost like everybody did good. But who, um, you know, who for, to you, who are some of the players that really just stood out in this game?
1: For me in this game, I think uh, there's, uh, there's, I'm going to do two players that stood out and two players that didn't, I don't think, played to their, you know, to their potential. Um, two that stood out, Muyamba had a great game all around. Dude, that dude was everywhere in this game that dude was was just killing it uh, up and down the field defensively offensively like his swagger on the field was you know just top it, it was probably the most comfortable and I seen him play for allied United um, and then um, to uh, second player I think it was um would probably have to be uh, Roseto I think he did a really good playing that pivot uh, fortunately he got subbed off I think because of injury um, but I think those two in the midfield made the difference um, I think and this is more than likely by halves I think Amala had a tough first half um, he was, it was, took him a while to get his, his flows going uh, so he was like, you know, his, his touches were a little hot, heavy. Some of his passes were, you know, were turning over and stuff like that. And Gigi as well. I think Gigi's uh, toughered a little bit in the first half. I think both of them in the first half. Um, but in the second half, they picked it up. But those were my four. Um, I think that were game changers um, as far as, you know, who played well the whole match and who what two I think, didn't have a complete game.
0: Yeah, I mean, Abner, I mean, yeah, those players, I, I don't have any argument. I really like the way Muyamba and Rosetto play together. I think Muyamba is so good going forward, and Roseto just feels so much more comfortable when he's not have to, to make, having to make those Muyamba type decisions. Um, great tandem in the middle, and, you know, just to, just to recap, and this is crazy. So, uh, Gigi had two assists and a goal. And had Shande scored that one that was a, you know, a sitter, he would have had three assists on the night. That's crazy. Uh, so great performance by Gigi. Um, also, uh, you know, this whole thing doesn't happen until we get that first goal. Uh, I don't know if you remember the play, but there's a ball that gets put put in a Lennon. In. in. Instead of having that, like, first time cross, he adjusts himself, gets himself into the position, and whips a great ball right into Gigi and buries it. And that kind of kicks off everything because we talk about, like, that first goal, is just so huge, and it, it just sets the tone for the game. I thought Lennon had a, a good game. He had the assist to start off the game. Uh, Amada had that goal I mentioned. Yeah, Wiley had an assist. Uh, Shande had a goal. Should have had two. Um, and then again, I mean, Mosquera. I don't want to change things because he's just he's a super sub, um, and now he's got a goal. So if he can transition, where instead of getting those, you know. Uh, either not getting a, a good shot on a goal um, or making the right pass, but if he's you know now he's he's scoring off the bench, I mean that's 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 a dangerous man. I think uh, Saba uh, struggled a little bit in the first half, even though he had a couple of good plays, uh, but I think he really built into the game. Uh, so you know overall, I, yeah, I mean I can't really fault any bad performances here. Uh, I think that as just as a unit, uh, we played really well. I think it's cool. It showed in the score line, And I think just like you mentioned, everybody on this team has each other's backs.
1: For sure, man. Yeah, you could tell like the, um, yeah, just the atmosphere, just the team got like you did. There was something different, dude. There was something different in this group. Everybody picking each other up, even the subs coming in. Like, dude, it, it was it was uh, all around. I think the one of the best games uh, this season um, that we've seen from Atlanta United, for sure. Uh, just complete game all around. Yes, it was a tough opponent, you know, but once we got rolling, bro, it, it's nobody could have stopped us on that, man. Nobody could Heck have yeah. stopped
0: us. Yeah, you said it. Like, good subs. I mean, um, the right subs to make, players in the right positions. Um, no faults for what Beneda did in this game. I think when he keeps it simple, doesn't overthink it, I think great things um, are going to happen. So let me get into the stats, Avner, and then we'll we'll go into the preview. So uh, possession, a close one, even though the game was 42, uh, 51% to us, to uh, Columbus's 49%. We had 2.52 expected goals to Columbus's 1.47, 14 total shots, 7 of which were on target. That's a great stat, that's half your shots are on goal. Uh, Columbus had 11 shots, four of which were on target. 423 passes uh, for us, accurate passes to Columbus was 413. So, I mean, even though this game was, you know, the scoreline was dominated by us, I mean, all the stats are are, are pretty close. And, uh, you know, I, that's good what it's going to be in the next game too. It's just two good teams going at it. Honestly, Abner, obviously the season is what it is. And Cincinnati finished where they're at. But these two teams, these feel like two teams that could easily be in the Eastern Conference Final uh battling this out uh but again uh you know the stats are where they are overall good performance abner anything else to add before we get into the next game coming up
1: dude we did have to go to pk's and brad was on- <laughs> and brad stood on his head again bro he made some great saves bro
0: great saves and got god PK's oh yeah then, and then one thing I, I mean
1: i know it doesn't matter because obviously it's not an aggregate score line and but That last goal kind of pissed me off. um, They scored the second (laughs) goal. I was like, really? Like, come on, guys! Like,
0: yeah. And I mean, (laughs) we could have played it. And I think this is also, you know, there's just the atmosphere there because it felt like we were untouchable. So there were a lot of times we we got into good positions going forward, and we could have easily either dribbled to the corner, held the ball, but we decided not to, and we went for it. And that's pretty much how that goal came. So yeah, it sucks to let one up, but. You got to like that, that we kept wanting to go for it, right?
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) For real. All
0: right, man. This is a great win, but we can't dwell on it. The job is not done. Uh, We're going back to Columbus. We are going to play the Columbus crew. Uh, Look at this. We got a weekend game. Thank goodness. We get a
1: weekend game. This this is how it's supposed to be.
0: The MLS gods have blessed us with a freaking weekend game. Uh, 7 p.m. Uh on a Sunday, November 12th. Beautiful beautiful time on a Sunday. (laughs) Uh lower.com field back at it in Columbus. Uh again, series is tied 1-1. Um, same scenario. If it's a tide, you still you go to a shootout, so there's not any weird thing where there's gonna be extra time. It's gonna be straight to a shootout if it's tied. Um, Abner, I, I, I can't, <laughs> there's no other way to say this, but this is going to be a tough task for us, even though we have the momentum, because Abner, we have not won in Columbus since 2021. Mm. That's a wild stat. 2021? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, I mean, I, I, I think we've pulled a, 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 you know, one or two draws in, in the last uh, two to three years there. Uh, but for the most part, I mean Columbus has really really Dominated us there, so we're gonna have to do something we haven't done in a while and because Amner I mean it, it, you know it, it You don't want to take this to PKs uh, I mean unless the game is like Columbus is just we show up and we lay a turn and they're completely dominating us for 90 minutes Then you're hoping for PKs, but I really do not want to see this go to PKs I think we can handle business in the full 90. What do you think?
1: Yeah, bro, it's going to be it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a scrappy one. Um I'm kind of hoping um you know we have a good ref. Uh <laughs> no that's kind of hard in the MLS, but you know, Here I, we go. you know, it's it's one of those things where I just hope it's a ref that it's either one you're going to call it fair and tight or you're going to let them play but call it both ways, right? Um but David, I have full confidence this team, you know, I've, we've had our ups and downs with you know the flow of it but David after this showing like if the you know scoring four goals four to two no excuses on either team you know it's full full lineups full starters David I have my my full confidence going on in this team uh going forward so uh, are we going with predictions yet or just uh, kind of the feel of the game
0: Uh, Yeah, let's do that. But first, um, there's no, no, as far as I know, uh, you know, no, um, no suspensions in this game. Um, I think there is, you know, a few yellow cards. I think Gigi Gigi got one. Um, um, Hernandez on their side got one and Shawnee Silva got a yellow card, but nobody has suspension. So both teams have their full lineup. I foresee this as the same lineup playing as what just happened i don't think uh is gonna get cute at all with the lineup i see the same exact lineup do you see the same thing
1: uh yeah i think i mean honestly dude like i i think it's gonna stay the same if anything mosqueta maybe starts and saba comes off the bench i think that would add a different element but at the same time saba does bring that different element already as he starts but i think he had a difficult time um, you know, in this game, getting, getting rolling, you know, there was a couple of times where there was a lot of, um, you know, confusion where he needs to be, where he doesn't need to be. Uh, and Mosqueda coming in really changed. So I think either way um, with Mosqueda starting or Saba starting, I think that would definitely uh, be a good, um, uh, a good, good uh, position for us to attack uh, because obviously the game changed, dude, a lot when uh, that sub came in.
0: Uh, what, are, what are you going to do if it's a back five?
1: Oh, dude, I hope not. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's Listen, all, it's,
0: there's no all, way.
1: It, yeah, there's no way. You gotta go with what you have. You gotta go with what's what's yeah. you know what worked. You know, the first game, yes, let's try to play it safe. You don't have a mother. You don't have your your a guy that can change a game in a matter of moments. Um, so yeah, of course that. Right. So you gotta go for it, no matter what. I mean, it's do or die. You know, it doesn't matter if you win by two or lose by five or. Anything, you gotta go for it. So we gotta be aggressive.
0: Yeah, Abner, I agree. Uh, The only change I could potentially see is Saba from Mosquera, Uh, but either way, whoever starts, I still think whoever comes off the bench is gonna have an immediate um, strong impact. And barring any injuries, of course, I foresee the same lineup that we put out there. That's our best 11. Uh, We gotta go toe to toe and just see who's, who's remaining at the end. So, Abner, prediction, as always, I'm going to let you go first. Age before beauty, even though I'm older than you.
1: There's no overtime, huh? Because there's uh, straight to PKs?
0: <laughs> I wish there was overtime. but Oh, no. man. Dude, I'm thinking a 2-1 victory. 2-1. Um, that's
1: what I had to.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go 1-0, as crazy as that sounds. Ooh.
1: I think we're going to yeah. get...
0: I think we're going to get get the early goal, and I think there's going to be large stretches where we're kind of defending for our lives. But we're going to get the Mm -hmm. W in the end, and it's going to be worth it. Sounds good? Sounds good, bro. Sounds good. I like it. All right, man. Uh, Now, before we uh, close out the podcast, let's go over some of the results of the second games of the MLS playoffs. So... We had Red Bulls tied uh, Cincinnati 1-1, so they went to PKs. Cincinnati went through. They won on PKs. They are through to the next round. I think we all kind of saw this coming. Um, Other result, FC Dallas took care of business at home. 3-1 against Seattle Sounders. So they'll have the third game coming up. And this is the upset that I think we both uh, called with uh, uh, Sporting Kansas City beating St. Louis 2-1 after beating them in the first leg at, uh, in St. Louis. So St. Louis is out, uh, even though they finished first in the West. But, you know, got to h- hold your heads high. Uh, you set records this year. You were first in the West. No one expected it. Um, but I think we, uh, me and Abner called that one correctly. Uh, Vancouver loses 0-1 um, to LAFC. Uh, game was pre- it was pretty feisty, and they had uh, I think they had like thirty thousand people there, and they they opened up the upper bowl for that game for the first time, so that was cool. The atmosphere was great, but they couldn't pull the victory over uh, over LAFC, so LAFC around uh, advances to the next round. Uh, RSL Houston uh, they also drew one one. Uh, RSL ekes it out in PKs to keep their hopes alive, so now they're gonna play the third game in Houston, and then. Um, Last but not least, unfortunately, Nashville loses at home uh, 1-0 to Orlando. So, Orlando is through to the next round. And then, obviously, you got our game that we won. So, we're playing for that third game. Uh, So, you know, we got, uh, I believe we have Cincinnati is playing Philadelphia. Oh, I missed the Philadelphia one. Whoops. Uh, Yeah, because this one just happened uh, yesterday. So, New England... Lost 1-0 to Philadelphia. So Philadelphia also goes through. Uh, I mean, freaking <laughs> Revolution had so much hope, but they fired Bruce Arena and uh, it just became a dumpster fire after that.
1: There was a red card early in that game, I believe.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You didn't see that? I didn't see that.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Clear Clear red. Yo, yeah, dude, the dude, the dude, it was a, it was like, dude was rolling and dude like pretended like he was stepping on the ball and dude just stepped on him.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Clear red, bro. Clear red. On, man. Now, how, how, how can you, in this, when the stakes for this time, man, you got to keep your head. But yeah, so the first knockout round we have so far is Cincinnati or it's Philadelphia. Um, I believe the rest of the results have to come in before we can have the knockout rounds. But then you got Cincinnati, Philadelphia, you got Orlando and you got LAFC um all going to the next round uh but we still got the third rounders coming uh coming up so it'll be fun so abner before we end the podcast i think you brought it up but i want to ask you now you know when we first saw this format we both kind of uh rolled our eyes a bit and we're like mls come on man um but now that you've had a time to actually go through it and uh, had time to adjust how do you feel about it
1: about the uh, format and everything
0: yeah
1: uh dude i at first i wasn't a fan of it of course i trashed the crap out of it at the beginning but <laughs> dude it just kind of no uh, way right now right <laughs> me right but, like it just gives you that um that you know like when you have home and away you have aggregate right
0: it's right. different
1: game plans that coaches have to play you have a two-goal lead you're gonna play a save. And if away goals count, obviously, it gives you an extra boost, blah, blah, blah. This one, David, you win. Okay, you won outright, you win it. That's one point for you. You win outright, quote, one point. Whereas, obviously, the higher seed gets to host it at home, and you have to beat them and the crowd, um, you know, to advance. And I think that's awesome. I think it's been, it, all the games have been great. I think all, you, you've seen the excitement of... Um, you know, like this team killed us two. you know, beat us pretty bad two zero, zero. And then we come back and beat them four two. It's like, OK, now let's set the square up. Right. Um, so I love it because it gives you that round of three where, you know, there's a cl- clear winner. Right. And mm-hmm. there's a there's an opportunity for both sides to advance, you know, to the to the next round. And obviously the next round is a one game. You know, if you're obviously the lower seed, you have to travel which i love about that right and so I, li- I like that these three games are just set at the beginning of it and that's it so let's not try and get too crazy and add more and more and more because that just doesn't make any sense so uh, dude i'm 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 you know i'm gonna eat my words i'm gonna eat my own uh judgment against uh against it at the beginning of the year because i actually i actually do enjoy it man not just for a land united um, just for the MLS in general, I've enjoyed watching the highlights and even catching some of the late minute games, you know, especially when I see the scores like 0 0 Cincinnati and them and they go to PKs. Like, I watched the last 10 minutes and the PKs on that because it was exciting. And I'm not even a fan of either or. It was just like, oh man, like, you know, there has to be a winner. Like, that aspect of it is awesome. Like, it can't end in a tie. So I love it, David. I love it.
0: Yeah, you know, it's an interesting dynamic because, uh, yeah, like when we talk about most of the times you, you talk, you're talking about aggregate uh, scoreline. So if you're, you know, with a 2 two nil lead at uh, home and you're going away, for the most part, you're not going to expose yourselves too much. You're going to sit back a little bit. Um, and that's, you know, that's part of why we had the, the away goal rule so long in the Champions League and this and soccer around the world. Uh, where when you get that away goal, you know, it, it, it almost counts as two and it's a tiebreaker. So, in that rule was implemented so, um, you know, teams would come out a little bit more and not sit back and it, it really didn't work and that's why we, we took it away. But this kind of does what that rule was intended to do where now it's just winner take all. So, if you're down 2-0 in the game, you're not worrying about aggregate, whether you need to defend the scoreline. Um, you're just like, hey, we have to come out and win and it doesn't matter if we lose 4-0 because the result's the same so yeah you're right at first i was like this is kind of silly this is goofy but these games are are crazy uh and they're not people like you know (laughs) like chelsea playing barcelona parking the bus and they win the champions league um these are teams going at it and um it's fun now this is just for the first round because i believe after this it's single elimination uh but even then you're talking about single elimination they're still gonna have to come out to play if you're losing one two three zero you're gonna have to come out because it's 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 winner go home so um, yeah you know it's weird i like it it'll be interesting to see if this takes off uh but yeah i'm mean, like what you said i kind of gotta eat my words a little bit because uh it turns out it, it's 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 kind of cool for real, man. Yeah, yeah. For real. It's um. Yeah, they did well.
1: They did well, man. And you know, I know this league. Um. You know, it's it's you know compared to all the other leagues in the world, is it's brand new. It's a baby league. It's getting its feet running. And I know, like the last, you know, the playoffs have changed and this and that. But David, I think this format suits the MLS. And I hope they keep it this way.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, I think it probably will continue to stay this way. Uh, because so far every game I've seen, has just been, it's been really intense. Uh, you know, we still got the third game to see. That was kind of my concern is like, you're going to have, uh, in the first round, a team having a shell out, you know, playoff ticket prices, two games, you know, within a week of each other. Uh, so we'll have to see, you know, if the, the fans can keep it up in the, in the third game, because, um, you know, if you think about it, if they let's say one team goes all the way to the finals and they at least have three games in the first one. You're talking about one, two, three, four, four, four home games. And then a fifth one, if you happen to host MLS Cup, will the fans really shell out for all those five games and have a full stadium? Uh, I know we would potentially, but we'll have to see how that looks at the end of the road. But either way, um, it's playoffs. It's always a lot of fun. Especially when you're in it. Especially when you're winning. We got the win. We took care of business. Uh, fun game at the Benz. Uh, let's just keep it up, man. And let's go Atlanta United, baby.
1: Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a tough road. Um, you know, after we get this win, it's going to be tough. Uh, just going into it, knowing, you know, what we have at, at stake. And uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, is this Sunday? So, uh, David... You know, make sure you have your drinks ready. and Make sure we uh, party together and and get this win.
0: ATL, ATL, let's go, baby. We oh, out, David.
1: Hold on, hold on. What? Before we out, Uh-oh. sorry guys, Uh-oh. sorry, 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 sorry. Um, congratulations to Miles Robinson to be the only MLS player to be called up for the upcoming matches for the United States. Uh, so that's all, all of MLS. You. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. I don't think any uh, the rosters came out. I don't think any other MLS player made it. Um, And then second, um, I I don't cover it last time, but congratulations to Gigi on uh, becoming the Newcomer Player of the Year. No, we did cover that. I don't think we did, David. And if we didn't, congrats, Gigi, again. I know you hear this podcast. And uh, congrats to Armada for winning a Young Player of the Year. Um, There we go. If you guys haven't seen those videos, uh, his dad was in the office when he walked in and he told him the news. Uh, about the award he won and then gg um was told by uh two of his closest friends uh about the award and both emotional um so that just shows how much um how much they care man how much they actually you know care about putting the work in and you know as a result of those hard that hard work that they put in um they have uh, received those awards so pretty cool kudos to them and uh let's continue man let's let's get loud let's get rowdy for those traveling fans please you know uh, dude, we I had this annoying Columbus fan, but he left when it was 3-1. So uh, we were all Yeah, happy. loser.
0: Uh, loser. But, but
1: yeah, man, I'm excited. So yeah, sorry if we didn't bring that up last time. Uh, but yeah, um, and David also, um, for those of you that um, don't listen to Bryce, because I wouldn't listen to him in the mornings either. Uh, there it's is going to be a TM5 gathering uh, November 19 at Bryce's Garage. Uh, we're all going to get together and just you know talk sports chat it up a little bit and uh you know it's gonna be billy bryce and i believe two other guys that do uh, the falcons podcast or other podcasts on this um you know and of course me and david should be there with our shirts uh matching shirts matching hats matching underwear matching everything so y'all look forward to that i think it's gonna be streamed live so that should be exciting uh but other than that david let's close it out for real now go
0: ahead Nice, Abner. Thank you. Thank you for bringing all that up. Congratulations to Gigi Almada. Uh, I got to watch that video now because, uh, you know, I want to I wanna get sentimental with that. <laughs> but yeah, we are out of here. Uh, join us live when that comes up. Uh, root on for your five stripes. Uh, uh, make sure you wear your lucky underwear, whatever shirt, jersey you're wearing, scarf. Put it on. Uh, we can go as, as high as we can. The sky's sky's the limit. Let's go. ATL, baby. We out of here. Peace. Vamos a lot.